Self-compassion just is not for me. I don't want to go easy on myself. If I'm not hard on myself, I wouldn't move forward. I've let myself slide in the past. I've got to be more effective in the task ahead. I've got to be pretty harsh. Do you identify with any of these previous comments? Does harsh thinking and self-criticism work for you? I realize that my harsh inner critic and harsh motivation techniques were not working for me. And I've seen the negative impacts on individuals I've treated in therapy. There is a better way. One of the foundations to talking to ourselves better is self-compassion. Self-compassion is essential. And that is the focus of this podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Self Cares Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kelly Holder. It is here that we demystify, redefine, and deconstruct self care. But most importantly, my goal is to aid you in embracing self care as wellness that begins and ends with you. Today's episode is titled Self Compassion is Essential. In this instance, episode, I will discuss why self-compassion is essential for all of our wellness, including our mental health. This podcast is a follow-up from our last pod, which was titled May is Mental Health Awareness Month. If you haven't heard it, go check it out. Today is a great day to be well. We are going to begin this podcast with a prayer for compassion. This prayer will be first for ourselves and then for others. Will you join me? God, please let me see my need for self-compassion. Aid me in being attuned to my needs. Aid me as I learn to be more kind to myself. Give me a heart to acknowledge my difficulties and humility to ask for help. May I see value in who I am. I want to be more compassionate towards myself. And God, please allow me to see the need in others. Please allow me to see those in need of self-compassion. Teach me how to listen to others. Give me a heart that is interested in their needs. Show me how I can serve and support. Allow my compassion to grow 
starting with me and extending to others. Did this prayer make you uncomfortable? If so, it's possible that you may not fully understand self-compassion. My favorite self-compassion expert is Dr. Kristen Neff. She describes self-compassion as having three components. One, self-kindness. Two, common humanity. And three, mindfulness. The center of this podcast will be the self-kindness component. When we look at these elements carefully, we begin to see why self-compassion is essential for our wellness. Each of these elements plays a helpful role in how we see ourselves and how we relate with others. And we know that Our wellness is composed of things that we do primarily for ourselves, but also how we interact with the world around us because we're always interacting with other people and situations. So today we're going to focus on the self-kindness piece, and I hope that you join me in the following weeks as we look at the common humanity and the mindfulness pieces. So what is self-kindness? This is the kindness that we offer to others. Um, And it's suggested that the same kindness we give to others, we also need to give to ourselves. The trouble is that um, for some of us, we have never received true kindness from others. And so we don't really know how to offer it to, to others. So there may be a learning curve in kind of figuring out, well, what is kindness really? And what do I give to others? And how do I give it to myself? And these tools are useful for you as well, because in learning how to be kind to yourself, it is really an outgrowth and it creates a true kindness to others when we can do it for ourselves. Also, there may be some of you who Um, in many ways are very kind and gracious to other people and you struggle to give it to yourself. Um, And so you may need to learn, well, how do I give to myself what I'm giving to others? The other piece I'm going to mention to you selfless, kind people out there who are always giving is that if your compassion doesn't include yourself, it may be that you're not giving kindness in its best form. Because if your inner critic is harsh and you tend to be harsh with yourself, there may be ways in which your kindness could improve to others. Now, I've mentioned a lot about others Because, again, um, we're not islands. Our world includes ourselves and our interaction um, with everyone else. But this is not to say that we learn self-kindness and self-compassion 
with the sole objective in order to help others. We have to intentionally decide that we need the self-compassion and we need the kindness ourselves. And in doing that and offering it to ourselves free of any obligation to anyone else, it is the key to us actually improving the way in which we serve the world. I believe this. I believe this wholeheartedly. So some of the challenges that come up when I mention this term self-kindness to others is that individuals are tempted to think about pity. Pity is the first thing that comes up and self-kindness is not the same thing as pity, right? So we say, oh, I was being kind to myself when you know that um, moving your body is good for you, you have the time and the space to exercise and you allow yourself to skip over and over again. You just say, oh, I had to be kind to myself. I just needed to let that go, right? But you had the time, the space, the opportunity. Um, It sounds like in that scenario, you might have been giving yourself pity instead of the self-kindness to say, hey, you don't feel like it, but you, this is something that's good for you. I'm going to go ahead and give myself at least an opportunity to start so I can get the benefits of this goodness. And we do that to ourselves around lots of things where we say, oh, I'm just going to be kind to myself. I'm going to allow myself to eat that thing that's not the best for me. I'm going to allow myself um, this break when I know I really have to move forward in some works. And it doesn't mean that we don't treat ourselves and we don't give ourselves breaks. It means that we have to be um, honest with ourselves and taking in the totality of what's going on in our lives and just encouraging ourselves to do the things that are best for my, yourself. And so when I'm talking about self-compassion, I'm not talking about pity. And this is a place where people say, well, I have to be harsh with myself. Well, being harsh only gets us so far. It is in a loving, kind atmosphere that we grow best, right? So this kind of self-kindness is firm and gentle at the same time. Um, Think about someone you love, right? who needs to make a major change? What are the kinds of words of encouragement that you give? How do you encourage without shaming and being harsh? Particularly for those of you who have already learned what true kindness is and know how to do that well. We have to begin to be kinder to ourselves just for that reason alone. A benefit will be that we can be kinder to others, right? So I have a few reflection questions for you um, to consider, to figure out where are you in this um, continuum of self-kindness and um putting maybe self-kindness in the middle and pity on one side and harshness on the, on the other. Like, where do you fall in this range of 
ways to treat yourself and treat your other treat others so the first question i'd like you to think about is do you pity yourself or um, do you treat yourself harshly which end do you tend to lean towards i know i oscillate back and forth between the two and getting into the middle can be hard i find for some things i really want to pity myself give myself a pass and not um, be firm enough and then other times i find myself being really harsh and mean right um second question I want you to think about is what does your kindness look like? What does it mean for you to be kind to others? Um, And then final question is, do you treat yourself as a good friend? So what does it mean for you to be kind to yourself? These are things that I'd like you to contemplate, right? This self-kindness piece is essential. It's essential. It's essential for our mental health and physical health. I like using the analogy of gardening and planting, and it is in good soil that plants grow. They need watering, they need care. And so what is the soil that you're planting your your life in? Are you, are you being harsh and critical? Um, or are you overwatering it and um, giving too much of a good thing? It's these happy mediums that keep us keep us well. So Reflect on these self-reflection questions and join me again as we talk a little bit more about self-compassion and these elements. The first element today is self-kindness. And when we meet again, we're going to talk about this idea of um, common humanity a little bit. Thank you for listening to the Self-Care is Wellness podcast with your host, Dr. Kelly Holder. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. To catch the latest from me, including a transcript of this podcast, you can visit my website, kellydholder.com. It's always a great day to be well. See you next time.